welcome to the Creating Love Together podcast. This is a show where no topic is off limits. Every week, we will be raw and real and give you real life scenarios to help create the relationship that you desire. Welcome, everybody. I to was going to start. You were just sitting there. It didn't look like you were going to start. Because I was looking at you. You're so cute. Why, thank you. Well, welcome, Timothy. everybody. I want to start. How about I start and no. you sit there? How about I start and you sit there? How about we both start and see who starts better? But we can't do it at the same time because that wouldn't sound very good. Okay. That's so like us first? just talking about random things at the same exact time. Who goes first? I go first. I'm the girl. Okay. <laughs> well, go ahead, my little lady. Thank you. I was just going to say, today we are recording different because we're at home in our living room with this amazing fire. I don't know if they'll be able to hear it in the background, but it's like snap, crackle, and pop in. And guess what? What? It's snowing outside. It is snowing. It is our first official day of snow, and it's beautiful. It is so... Like, I wish you guys could see how beautiful it is. It's like the trees are white. We have like a huge circular round long driveway and it's white and our deck. I don't even know. Look at the deck, honey. How much snow do you think's on there? Uh, half an inch. Half a freaking inch. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's like such a serene, beautiful, calm setting. It's snowing and it's peaceful and we got a fire going and the kids are at school. Wow, you have a beautiful intro. Okay, let me hear your intro. Okay. Welcome to the Creating Love Together podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is a podcast where we create some love together. Ooh, honey. Got to keep it yeah. somewhat G-rated. Okay, so I like yours better. Yeah, mine's a lot better today. It is a lot better. But a lot of times you're a lot better than me. That's right. But only if once you're looking in a while. for the radio voice, you're looking right here. True, you can get really deep. That's right. Yeah, that's sexy. Thank you. You're welcome. So today we are going to talk about Jamie's communication problems. Excuse me? <laughs> that is not what we talked about. It was your communication somehow, problems. Somehow this episode got titled Tim's Communication Problem. And I'm not sure how that happened, but... Since, I do. Um, yeah. They're factual titles. So the title of this one is Jamie's Communication Problems. Whatever. <laughs> so about a week and a half ago, we had a little spiff or spat or whatever you want to call it. Yes. And it was all Timothy's problem, all his <laughs> fault. And it was all Jamie's fault. So it started in the kitchen. What? No, it didn't. Well, let me tell my side of the story. Your so side started of the story the is kitchen. only half true. It started in the kitchen <laughs> and she is there and I could totally see something's wrong with her. Because yeah, duh, that was obvious. <laughs> she's like giving me one word answers and her shoulders are all tight and she looks all huffy and puffy. And so I'm like, oh, something's wrong. Honey, so, I think you forgot to mention one thing. What? That I was like that because of you. This is my side of the story, okay? I, I forgot. Go ahead with your Gosh. story. Anyways, let's get back to the truth. 
people want to hear the truth. This is Timothy's that. truth, just so you know. So I ask her, what's what's going on, baby? Or something like that, to that effect. It doesn't have to be the exact words, okay? <laughs> um, so how, what's wrong, baby? How's it, what, how, what, What's going on? <laughs> and you go, nothing. And that's when I know, like, you're lying. Like, something's wrong. It's like your body language is screaming it. But then you get, like, this high little pitch thing, and you go, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> For some reason, I was like, okay, nothing. All right, peace out. <laughs> and I walked away. Yeah. Oh. Okay, I need a moment because my my cheekbones hurt from laughing, or my not my cheekbones, my cheek muscles. Yeah, hurt from laughing. Well, that she's was gonna funny. say this situation probably started in the bedroom. Whatever. Okay. Timothy Roger. Okay, so technical difficulty. We're so apparently we had a two gig chip in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we're just going on and on, and it was really good. Yeah. And we look down, and it's not recording anymore. Yeah, so we have no idea where we left off. Um, so we'll piece it together later on, I guess. <laughs> it works. Anyways, okay, so since we don't know where we dropped off, I am going to start with my side of the story, okay? So... Before everything that he t just talked about in the kitchen, we were in the bedroom. And I was having a bad day, and I was really emotional. But instead of just saying, I'm hurt, and talking about my true emotions, my surface emotion is anger. So I'm just sitting here talking and yelling and cussing, even though this angelic mouth never says anything bad. Nope. Just so you know, I never cuss. Nope. Uh, we may have to go bleep out some words I've said already. Maybe they came later when it wasn't recording. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, so we were in the bedroom, and I'm just going off, letting all this anger out, and you're making smart-ass comments, and <laughs> don't give me that look. You're making smart-ass comments, and I'm laughing at them, and... I'm making them. And I got to a point where I'm just like, okay, I am just sitting here rambling. I'm saying the same things over and over again. And so I look at you and I say, you know what? Just show, tell me to shut the hell up. Like, if you don't want to listen to me anymore, just tell me. So I start going on and on again, right? And you look at me and you're like, shut up already. <laughs> <laughs> and so instead of it being a smart-ass comment... So to my defense, because I'd never recommend, you know, telling your, <laughs> your spouse to just shut up already. We were bantering pretty much like we are right now, back and forth yeah. and, and this, that, and the other thing. And so she gave me the option to tell her to be quiet, <laughs> like literally 30 seconds to 60 seconds ago. And so I, I thought I would, you know, use that... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> use that opportunity. Now, when you presented with me the opportunity, maybe I wasn't quite ready to use it, but at least <laughs> I knew that the opportunity was there. Yeah. And so when it came time for me to use it, I was like, okay, I'm using this opportunity. Now. Yeah. Obviously. To my defense. Okay. Obviously I did not mean it because you said it and you're like sitting there on your computer working and stuff. And you say it, and I went silent. 
No, he didn't just say that to me. Uh-huh. That's exactly what I thought. <laughs> I thought, is he serious? He seriously doesn't want to listen to me. He doesn't know how upset I am right now. And what the heck? And like all these things are going through my mind. And you're just sitting there working on your laptop like you had been listening to me. <clears throat> and so I'm just going through this like mental thing like, you mother... Friender. Friender. And all these things... And what do I do? I'm like, fine. Him. (laughs) And I get up Uh, and I walk out of the bedroom. I'm like, "Um, no, screw him. And so I go downstairs and in our garage, we have um, a guest apartment. So I go down there and I'm sitting on the bed and I'm like, just stewing. Was so mad. And I get a text from you and you're like, Hey, babe, where are you at? I'm like, really? You just told me to shut the hell up, and now you're asking me where I'm at all sweet and kind and loving? To my defense, uh, she gave me permission to tell her that. (laughs) I just want to throw that out there. I don't know where you came in on this episode. (laughs) Um, So I'm like, no, I'm not even going to look at it. Because with other people, our phones are not set up to show if you've re- if we've read your message or not. Um, and with each other, it's set up to show each other if we've met, read the messages. Ooh. So I didn't want to get on there. <laughs> I just gave myself up. Whoops. I didn't want to get on there, read it, and you'd be like, oh, you read it and you're ignoring me? Uh-oh, that's the worst. Yeah. So I didn't read it. I just saw what it came through on the banner. And then a few minutes later, you call me and I'm like... Nope, not answering this phone. And I'm like, okay, I just need to go up. I need to feed the kids, whatever, screw him. So I come upstairs and I'm putting rice in the Instapot. And you walk out and you come up and you, you know, you have your front to my back. You put your hands on my hips. You're like, hey, babe, what are you doing? And in my mind, like you're being super sweet. In my mind, I'm you're like, um, I totally just lost what I was going to say. So in my mind, I'm thinking, I'm putting the rice in the effing Instapot. Do you not see this? (laughs) (laughs) You see how mean she is to me, everybody? Whatever. I didn't give her permission to be mean to me, but yet there (laughs) she is being so mean. Yet she gave me permission to be mean to her. Stop trying to get them on your side. (laughs) I think everybody already is. Whatever. (laughs) Um. You started off this podcast with, and I quote, my, uh, what was it? My problems with communication. That were that was your words. Yeah. Cause I, I, and now I you're putting that, all the blame on me. Well, I figured you wouldn't own it, so I would. <laughs> Ooh, honey. Burn. Um, no, <laughs> I'm owning everything I said. You forgot the whole, you know, first half of the conversation. I did. I did. Yeah. So... I'm like, really? You don't know that I'm putting rice in the Instapot? Okay. I uh, go, making dinner. Uh, and you, you can yeah, feel. <laughs> yeah, husbands, if you ever hear that um, from your wife, what, uh, what are you doing? How, how's it going? Making dinner. <laughs> Dead giveaway. Yeah, uh, I think something's wrong. <laughs> yeah. So you said something else. I think you said, like, are you okay? And I didn't say anything. And you stood there for a second and your hand slowly went off my hips. You turned around and walked to the bedroom. I did. 
What was going through your mind? Let's tell. Okay, here we go, honey. We're going to be really honest because we're honest with our listeners. What we were are. you thinking in the moment that I wouldn't answer you and you turned around and walked away? What well, were the three things that went through your mind? Because I know what they are. <sighs> and we are already, just so you remember, Probably honey, hold first, on. Huh? <clears throat> it's already explicit because I've already cussed. Okay. So I was thinking, oh my gosh, woman, I'm not a mind reader. That's not what you told me. Because we just had this situation where you gave me permission. <laughs> um, I was thinking to like be really rude back. I was thinking, huh, I'll just take off then. I'll just leave. Yep. Um, I don't remember what the third thing was, but I'm sure I told you. You did. What was it? So you told me that you had three options in that moment. Uh-huh. Get in the car and leave. Yes. And you didn't want to do that. The second one was to say, fuck you then. Uh-huh. And you didn't want to do that. Uh-huh. Your third option was in your mind to say, fuck you then and walk to the bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> you said that's the three things you wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> We're real people. Like, seriously, we are. Okay. So (sighs) to my defense, I've come a long way. I would like to. You have come so, so, so so far. I've been presented with that situation multiple times. And I would just jump in the car and take off. And so it's like an escape mechanism. Now, I still found myself doing that. It was just in a different form. So. I'm faced with this conflict, this situation. Uh, in my mind, I have these three options, which there's probably a couple more. Um, actually, there's quite a few more that are more <laughs> yes. beneficial and more uh, conducive to a healthy relationship. Yes. But for, for the sake in that moment, in my mind, there was only three. Yes. So my previous pattern, like I said, would be just like, okay, that's, that's what we're doing right now. Peace. Right. And and I'd be gone. So um, there's a little bit of growth there in me where I'm like, okay. A lot, not a little. Give yourself credit. It yeah, was a lot okay. of growth. Okay, so like, oh, okay, this is what we're doing? Okay. And then walk to the bedroom. <laughs> yeah, because you just don't like confrontation, which I don't either. And we really don't have much of it. Um, we really don't. So we're pretty darn good at communicating. Yeah. Um. So like the communication is super high because after this situation, I can like be honest with you and say, yeah, this is what this, this, this is what I was feeling in my mind. This is the three options that were, were there, you know? And, and so I picked the, the one that was, you know, most beneficial for me at that time. Yeah. But we don't think. And because we go into this triggered state of anger and frustration, we don't think that we can calm ourselves within 30 seconds to a minute and then come back and, and, and talk about the situation. That's one yeah. of the options that hardly never comes to our mind. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Um, for me, I knew exactly what was wrong, um, obviously, because it was me, but... Had you been like it was you that was wrong. It was. Thank you for I can admit that for sharing. Yeah, (laughs) I'm just playing. Well, no, it was me. It was me that was having a problem. 
so, okay. So we'll go back to the story real quick. So we, I get everything on the stove. We're just waiting for the rice to finish. And so I'm like, I'm going to go talk to him. Which is good because it used to take a couple hours before you'd be able to talk to me. Um, and this time, I don't even know if it was 10 minutes maybe from that Ooh, to me coming in the bedroom. That's some growth right there too. That is. It's a lot of growth. Yeah. We've both come really, really far. In the past, I would have just bottled up all the thoughts, all the emotions, <clears throat> and not talked about them. But now I'm the one that approaches you. Okay, let's talk. So I go into the bedroom and I sit down and I'm like, honey, can we talk? And you set your laptop aside and I was like, okay, like what happened in there? Like, why didn't you try and stay and talk to me? And then, you know, you were just like, well, those were the three thoughts that came to my mind. I didn't want to leave. I didn't want to say F you. And so I just went to the bedroom mm -hmm. and... Like, I'm crying, and I'm like, okay, well, that hurt because it's like, well, you don't want to talk to me about it then, even though I wasn't willing to talk to you. You weren't. I wasn't. Yeah. And There's so, nothing worse than trying to pull something out of somebody. I hate and, it. And we have it with, you know, one of our daughters, we won't say, because sometimes they listen to our podcast, which is really weird. How weird is that? <laughs> yeah, they say we're not very good, though. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. so one of our daughters, it's like prying teeth to, to get something out of her. We'll let them question who that is. We will. They might have to fight over who it is. <laughs> yeah, so that's a really frustrating experience. It's like It is, and yeah. I get it. But do the you same, get it really? I do, because do I know how frustrating it is with, with her. And so I don't want to be like that with you, but I think for me, in that moment, what I needed was, honey, I know something's wrong. But I still, I wasn't, I don't know if I was ready to talk at that moment. And so, you know, we talked about what your thoughts were. And I talked about mine where I just wasn't ready to talk yet. And so, like, we did come to the conclusion, though. We were like, okay, so if that moment happens again, rather than you thinking you have three options, rather than me thinking I have to be silent, two things need to happen. Mm -hmm. One of them is I need to say, I'm not ready to talk yet. Can we talk in a little bit? Yeah, I like that. Or you saying, obviously, I can tell you're not ready to talk. Can we talk in a little bit? Yeah. Are you sure that I shouldn't go to you and go, I really don't care if you want to talk right now. <laughs> we are going to talk about this. Is that not appropriate? Um, no. <laughs> no, I'm just saying because, you know. That's uh, a lot of, uh, you know, yeah. the way it goes sometimes, not with yeah. us per se, but it's like, you know, if there's something to talk about, we are going to talk about this. And it's almost like, you know, putting in this uh, force tactic, like we, the issues on the table right now. Yeah. Don't care if you want to talk or not, we're yeah. talking about this. Well, and I think when you do that, that's when so many arguments happen. Because one person's not ready to talk, the other one wants to talk, or whatever, and you just start arguing. Yeah. And nothing ever comes from arguing. Nothing good. Yeah. So our plan was, you know, looking back, and no relationship's perfect, but it's like when we go through these bumps, are we going to continue to 
go around and do the same thing over and over. Yeah. So now looking back at this situation, um, we created a plan. So you yeah. touched on that a little bit. So instead of. So instead of me just staying silent, I need to say to you, honey, I'm not ready to talk. I need a little bit. Yeah. And then my plan is there's not just three options. Like, and just being aware of that fact, like going into it and seeing your pattern, because like nothing's going to change until you see the pattern. Yeah. And so when you're stuck in that rut and you think you only have three decisions, that's your problem right there. Yeah. And then coming <clears throat> up with a different solution. So when it happens again, you got four options instead of three. And one of the four options is really good. What's your option? My option was to, um, when it feels like that I'm prying or pulling, probably just a simple hug or a kiss on the forehead and say, we'll talk about it whenever you're ready. Yeah. That's a very good option. I like that. Um, I, you know, I love rather than just saying you're not ready to talk. Um, let's talk about it later. I love the idea of you like kissing me on the forehead and give me, giving me a hug. Yeah. It's almost like reassurance that we are on the same page. We're connected. You know what I mean? So after this, um, this, um, situation in this cycle of frustration dies down a little bit, then, then we can deal with it as rational human beings. Yeah. But what happens a lot in relationships is, is the exact opposite. Yeah. And so a lot of times we're triggered and we only see one option, which is crazy. Yeah. I have this triggering event and my only option is to blow up and yeah. just like create this massive environmental chaos, um, which can happen a lot in yeah. couples. Well, and I think at that moment, if you would have given me a hug and kissed me on the forehead and said that, I probably would have broke down crying and just started talking to you. Oh, really? I think so. Nice. Just because your she just hugs. Gave me, she just gave me the magic pill. <laughs> I don't I know if you I caught on to that, guys. Did. Like, whew, I got my way out now. You do. <laughs> just because with you, like, you are the one person in this world who can pull my emotion out of me. And a lot of times it's through a simple hug. Like the other night I was in the bedroom crying because there's just some stuff going on and it's just very stressful and hurtful right now. And I was in there or maybe no, I had just finished crying and you walked in cause you knew I was in there upset and you walked in and you just gave me a hug and I just lost it. Yeah. Just because of a simple hug. So I think that would have been very, very powerful. Yeah. So, you know, and when we got into the bedroom and after we discussed what had happened in the kitchen, um, you know, you told me, he goes, I wasn't being serious when I told you to shut up. He was, we had been making smart ass comments the whole time, both of us. Yeah. And we were laughing. He goes, I thought I was being funny. And I don't know why when you said that it triggered me because it should have been just funny because I knew you weren't serious because you would never say that. But in that moment, it was like, in my mind, I'm like, does he not realize how upset and hurt I am right now? Yeah. Like, does he not get it? And so I think that's what hurt the most in it. Um, and, you know, you even said, he goes, do you really think that if I knew that you were this upset and this hurt over this, 
that I would tell you to shut up and not listen to you. Right. Yeah, that doesn't sound nothing like me. No, it, it's not. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. There was just so much to learn from that um, because you're not that kind of a man. You won't just tell me to shut up and not listen to my feelings and not care um, because it's not who you are. Yeah. That is the truth. It is. So I hope everybody enjoyed our little <laughs> raw therapy episode here. Um, yeah, you had a little bit of a moisture in my eyes. I think I think you can glean from it like so many truths. Um, most of all, seeing the communication cycle breakdown in your own lives and being willing to take the steps to repair that. Um, I hope we clearly map that out. Cause, I hope so. I think yeah. we did. You know, and... Uh, Men, I really know, because I know how Tim affects me and how his his hugs will affect me. If you're your wife or significant other, girlfriend, whatever, like if she is upset, she's not wanting to talk to you, give her a hug and say, I'm here when you're ready. Yeah. That will do so much for her. And women, one thing in the beginning, I've not so had a... Can I just throw an ad yes. lib in there? Okay. Yeah. So men, what that is going to take from you, because it's not our natural inclination. Mm-hmm. And so we, we see it as a threat and we see it as time to fight. And so it's not our natural inclination to give the the kiss on the forehead and, you know, talk when you're ready or, you know, I'm here for you, baby, or those kind of, this is totally against our biology and nature. So once we just like established that, now we know that it's going to take a conscious effort to do something different. That's good advice. Yeah, because we're thinking, oh, you bitch. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? This yeah. is a, the thought that's rolling in our head. What the hell is wrong with you? It's not like, oh, baby, let me give you a kiss on the forehead. It, that conversation is not happening. Yeah. We have to make ourselves have that conversation with awareness that's good well and like one thing i would do for you in the and i've not had to do this for at least a year and a half i think um when tension would arise or we would be having um like an argument or whatever your natural reaction was to shut down i'm you weren't leaving but you were going to the bedroom and you would just lay there on your side with your back to me And it took me a while to realize that I needed to put aside my frustration, my anger, and be there for you in those moments. And it really helped me to calm me down. And all I needed to do for you was sit there and rub your arm, rub your back, and just be very soft and gentle. And I don't know if that will work for all men. But I mean, yeah. for you, that's what worked to yeah, get you. I think it, it doesn't matter really what you do. It's just com- coming in a more comfortable and peaceful manner um, and not throwing fuel on the fire. That's that's the bottom line. So if you know that you're adding fuel to the fire, then you're just making things worse, right? Yeah. And so whatever that water <clears throat> is coming, you know, and that honestly takes conscious effort too. Because yeah. it's not going to come natural. Well, and the underlying emotions as well. 
Like when I would sit there and rub your arm and I'm like, mother, I'm like, get over this, stop. And I'm sitting here rubbing your arm or your back and inside I'm having those emotions, you, you can sense it and it doesn't help you. And so when I realized that it wasn't helping you, I'm like, okay, I need to shut that off. And it, it took work and a lot of practice, but eventually I was able to get to the point that I could shut it all off and then just be very calm inside because you could sense it. Just like standing in that kitchen, if you were to be like, here's a kiss on the forehead, here's a hug, talk to me when you're ready. If inside you're like, you bitch, I can't stand this and I hate it when you're like this, I would sense it. Yeah. There's so you have to go internal and then do that. You do because and it takes time. Um, we are picking up on what our partner is letting off. That's that's just totally. We pick it up in body language, but then there's probably some sort of chemical and stuff that we don't even know about that's being transferred to our brain. Yeah. Like and there's this invisible communication. So if you're doing whatever, but inside you're like, mm, you know, it's going to come across in probably three different ways. The yeah. way you touch, the uh, the nonverbal communication, and then this weird spiritual mm-hmm. transfer that's going on that's not healthy. And it's not. So I don't know. I think the biggest takeaway is when you're in those moments, men, do what you said. And, you know, just, I mean, you go over that you know, what they need to be telling themselves and acknowledging. Um, But just give your wife, you know, a kiss on the forehead and just give her a hug. Say when you're ready to talk, I'm ready. Yep. And for women, like, figure out what your man needs. Is it a hug? Is it a kiss? But give him something. Yeah. Don't just walk away and say, talk to me when you're ready. Give a hug. You know, squeeze a hand, like whatever your man responds to. Yep. That is powerful. And so, yeah, I just leave the men with the same challenge. Just uh, really contemplate um, any communication uh, deficiencies and create a better plan because if it happens over and over again, um, you need to take responsibility for that. It's not working. You've created the pattern and you need to create something different. Well, and I think one thing that would be really powerful too, and we've done this before, um, when we come out of a situation, even it might even be a couple of days later, we'll sit down and we'll talk about it. How can we improve upon whatever just happened? Yeah. And so after the whole scenario is over, give it a couple of days so you guys are completely over it, sit down and be like, okay, in that moment, what did you need? Yeah. Because then you both have clear minds and then, okay, well, in this moment, this is what I needed or... When you did this, this is how it made me feel. Because in those moments is when I've learned the most. Yeah, absolutely. So I want to thank everybody for joining our therapy session today. Yes. And if you are getting any sort of value out of this, we would really appreciate a rate, review, and a subscribe. Because it really helps us to be able to reach um, more people. Absolutely. Until next week. Peace. Bye. Oh, that's your line, not mine.